0: Yo, what up, Nashville 3? hl is on the air. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport. There he is, Ron Slay. What up? I'm in the building. I'm in the building. So is Don Davenport. Talk about coming in hot. Three people almost died. Yeah,
1: but people almost checked out trying to get him. When Davenport turned left over here to get to the building.
2: I mean, did they have the right-of-way? I, I, um, I got to go back and look at that. I didn't even see them till they had to jump out of the way of my car. I almost killed them. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, it's I'm not nice. even wait. being sarcastic. Yeah.
1: My car almost killed them. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me driving that. That was it. It wasn't Tesla. me. She was in a Tesla.
2: I mean, <laughs> and, and if they had the right-of-way, then something needs to be changed there because my light was green to turn left.
1: You yeah, know what? That's a good I, I, question, though. Yeah, I don't think they have the walk signal. I've walked from
0: here okay, to the Okay, Well, downtown then if they die, that's
2: on them.
1: But guess what? I don't okay, think you always need the walk signal.
2: What are you talking about? Yes, you do. No. That's if it the says don't walk, way. don't walk.
1: Man, if it's a crosswalk and they got the little white lines right there, I think they have the right of way. No, if they, it says don't walk, if the light's right there. The okay, but my light, light is green. What if they don't have the crosswalk little signal thing? To yeah, but they do deem. at that at that okay. one. They I, do. Honestly,
2: You're right. You're I don't right. know if they no. do. All no is, no, they do because I know is my car almost
1: killed them. My car almost. Well, come up here towards Music Row. What's this division? Yeah, the Mumbrian that turns into division. Yeah, where well, the the division's right like behind us. Okay, we're well, not division. This street right here where, the where division all these goes bars toward the Gulch. What's this in front of us? The Mumbrian goes downtown.
0: But going up this way, station turns into music. Music
1: Square East, or so going up that hill. Is it
2: Circle East?
1: Yeah. yeah once you you're go. going up that hill, you see all them little crosswalks right there. Yeah. You if, gotta stop. Right if there's there. a crosswalk and no
0: light for them, then yeah, it's it's a it's a state law. You've got to oh, stop.
2: Okay. Well, I told you. oh, I got. I'm I'm gonna have to venture out into that okay. area <laughs> and check it out and see if that was on me. If I would have killed. Guess that.
1: what? We got to figure out. We got to find out what the Woo. fine is in America because I know what it is in Italy.
2: Oh please tell me this cuz that this is insane.
1: Yeah, it's 10,000 euro <gasps> if you tap a person in the crosswalk. I mean tap what, them. What, what if is that? their fault? Yeah, I don't care if it's their fault. It's your fault.
2: It doesn't matter? Nope. Well, how,
0: how are you going to tap somebody? I mean, if you're
1: going to tap like somebody with put, a car, if, if, it's going to be pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, but if you even... You're going to win that battle. If you nudge them, if you blow your nose on
2: them. I'm pretty sure I would have owed about 30 euros <laughs> <Yeah>. after <laughs> See, this incident. You definitely <laughs> needed
0: to purchase some drawers for those people. <laughs>
2: no doubt. I mean, And they, they were clearly tourists because they I had on, this. like, cowboy boots. Yep. So they're probably like, oh, my gosh, these Listen. crazy A Nashville drivers. The naked statues. And she didn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: naked statues on the circle at the Mumbrian? Yeah. Used to have clothes on him until Dom went around there once. <laughs>
2: yeah. Do you guys know how much thirty year
0: or thirty thousand euros exactly. is? Exactly, thirty thousand. Know? Listen to so me.
2: it's ten thousand. It, he said, He's "If person. you tap him, yeah. I'd be like hopping into cars for ten thousand euros.
1: So it tripped me out. We are coming from a hotel, going to the um, like a little corner store, like, and I'm walking with the team. It's about three, four of us walking with some of my guys coming to the to the corner store. When we get to the corner to cross the street, the guy from they Washington stop. got hit by a car. No, 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 no <laughs>
0: ended his career. I would just But say, he got 10,000 euros.
1: You almost made me say, I wish that would have happened, but I don't wish <laughs> that would have happened. So um we're walking in Italy, going to the store, and you know, automatically my senses are instincts, the way I'm raised. You come to a uh you come to um the end of the sidewalk, you stop, look both ways. Yeah. We teach our kids that.
2: Yeah. Safe Not over
1: there. No, they just kept walking. Straight, I mean, didn't look, just kept walking. The cars got to look for them. I'm like, dude, what are y'all doing? And that's when they told me, if you if they hit you in this crosswalk in those little lines, ten thousand euro that's on the spot. Twelve thousand. You got a month to pay. Yeah. Oh my! You got that, a month. That's to what pay I'm it.
2: saying. And you have a month. I'd be like, oh, tip, tap, a little tap, tap, tap. Somebody tap, tappy, tap, 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 Don't you want to go to your home? $12,000 in my bank Ding. account. Done.
1: And that's what you got to be aware of. People just walking <laughs> out. I mean, like, they just walk out. Man. Lonzo on uh, YouTube says
0: pedestrians always have the right of way. them do not
2: walk.
1: That light don't mean nothing. I think it means everything. <laughs> Only The
0: only uh, lights that
2: matter is the get Babs an yellow lights. we officer of the law on to, uh, to tell us. By Cousin way, P ought to be listening. By the way, you know who else is walking around downtown Nashville? Ivanka Trump. I, I bet saw she ain't stopping.
1: I wonder oh, if she's stopping. Would you have run her over? Would you have tapped her? Is that who you almost hit?
2: No. <laughs> no.
1: Great person. <laughs> she she did she not would have some cowboy is, boots Ivanka on. Would you tap?
2: That, it, this show has already gone off the rails and it's 307. We love the rails.
0: We love the rails. Yeah. Vonka Trump um, in Nashville. Yeah, politics aside, that is one attractive woman. It is. News two with the video. There and everybody left her alone in this video. And Don's like, well, she's in Nashville. I'm like, oh, uh, downtown Nashville's not Nashville.
2: That's very true.
0: That's all the people that are not from Nashville are down there.
2: Well, and I said, they'll run up
0: on anybody.
2: But maybe they didn't recognize her because she had on just like a white cotton dress and big sunglasses. I would, if I were out, well, I probably would have recognized her. She looked her, but...
0: famous, even if you couldn't tell who she was. But like, she was very, she was like very that? simple. Like funny,
2: her hair wasn't like overly fixed or anything. It was kind of like, if you it did, was kind of wavy, like mine that I hate. Wavy. If you
0: saw <laughs> that that Nicole Kidman her. walking around and didn't recognize her as Nicole Kidman, you would be like, man, oh, she book. looks famous.
2: Yeah. But she's also like six feet and has that look.
0: Dude. She's stunning, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah. Yes, Ivanka is too.
2: Yeah, pretty much. What's she doing in Nashville? Is there is there something that we need to know? I'm waiting to see her get on the uh, pedal tavern. You know, (laughs) I'm not sure if her white cotton dress is uh, is conducive to the pedal tavern. (laughs) Although that has not stopped uh, plenty of tourists before from jumping on that thing. So the way,
1: yeah, go ahead. No, you go I ahead. was gonna change it. Go I ahead. was gonna say something. Yeah, we'll say something. Well, you go ahead. It's your show. No, you want to do it. Wait, nothing. who has the right of way? <laughs> yeah. Brenda. Oh yeah. She's the yellow light. She cautions us. Who's the crossing guard? Babs is the crossing guard to tell us who has the right of way. Who has the right of way, Babs?
0: Babs says she wants to be a crossing guard.
2: Babs I love be, it.
0: She could be a crossing Let's guard. But see. You got all the control. I it's know. the whistle.
2: And I would be, like, very angry at people that broke the rules. I'd be, like, chasing them down. I'd be that person where you're going 11 miles per hour and it needs to be 10. I need you to slow down. Slow down.
1: Babs, would you continue doing it even though school was out? Would you go to your destination (laughs) where you're supposed to be? Absolutely.
2: I'd be running after people. <laughs> Could you imagine if somebody ignored me or didn't slow down oh, or put a child in danger? I'd be like 100 miles per hour running after them, chasing them.
0: <laughs> it would or, be a disaster. stop sign at somebody.
2: <laughs> Listen. Bleepity bleep 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 bleep. What, yeah. what were you going to say, It would say? not go Slay? well. Um, go ahead, Slay. You got the right of way. <laughs> you <killed laughs> You it. might get tapped. You but killed
1: it, man. I killed it. You killed it. You shot it. You shot it down. All right.
2: What uh, were you going to say, Brent? Tara
1: on
0: hey, I Twitch. He always remembers. How
2: did I lose it? Tara
0: on Twitch. She's she's watching on Twitch. Twitch, please. She says, love Don's glasses.
2: <gasps> Thanks. I just got glasses. Did
0: you have glasses on in the car when you almost ran over three people? Nope. That's probably why I almost <laughs> ran over three people.
2: So... Hulk, what are we going to do? I, I I can see.
0: <laughs> this is our yellow light. She yeah. can't even see you guys. To tell you, <laughs> I
2: can see you now. That's You're screwed. She was saying, Slow down! <laughs> <laughs> Stop! You come too close.
1: It's like damn, y'all are ugly. You're not I
0: forgot what I was gonna say.
2: Slay, <laughs> like, you look uh, like that. <laughs> like, I I know yeah, what you, you were know, gonna right? say. You need glasses.
1: I definitely need You glasses. absolutely, you but needed too, them
2: like 15 years ago. Babs,
1: yeah, I, 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 I don't want to see it that clearly, Dude,
2: Slay, you're you're about to have a big birthday. <laughs> you're yeah. like, what, two days away from
1: wait, your? Uh, no, it's 29th, no, but the 29th. celebration begins.
2: Celebration Friday. begins in two days, wait, wait, wait. so it's
0: the 29th. You don't want to see things clearly. No, I'm cool.
1: Where are you hiding from, Slay?
0: None, you're I about to
2: be 40, Slay.
1: <laughs> I like it how it is. Does everybody
2: but wouldn't know Wouldn't that, that
1: Chick-fil-A salad look even better? It tastes great. I don't need to see it. I know can it, I
2: just can it, I just say this <laughs> because I've been the like anti glasses person. Like I've never you needed them ever. Yeah, ever. Mickey needs to go get his dang eyes checked. It's life changing. I heard him
0: on Blaine and Mickey the other day said that he went to get his eyes checked and he needs to fill his prescription.
2: <gasps> mm. Oh my gosh, the world is ending. Yeah, but is he going
0: <laughs> to fill the prescription? Nope.
2: No. 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 He never. Here, here is. we are. I did it because I have been getting dizzy and having headaches. Well, apparently I can't see, so that's part of it. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I put them on today, and I was like, uh, "This is really weird." I was like looking at cl- uh, things up close, and then I look like look up at everything, like wow, and it was like, Whoa. look how
1: colorful it is. So
2: the the sunglasses that are directly in front of you are those prescription? No. Okay. So I those just those are fashionista
1: no. Yeah. sunglasses. No, like no, and 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 I will say, like my my thing is those are Ivanka Trump sunglasses. Yeah, those. Yeah, <laughs> you can take them down on Broadway. My I got <laughs> twenty twenty vision in my left eye.
2: Wait, what? Oh, so you would have had? I just got stigmatism a in my right eye. Yeah.
1: So if I want to see everything clear, I just close one eye like a pirate. You just side eye it?
2: No, one eye. I'm
1: straight eye. <laughs> Bill like Bill Nye.
2: By the way, I'm straight eyed guy
1: i know I, yeah nye, I know. The science. i know it almost worked okay. It almost worked babs.
2: okay they're See, not all home that's bronze. what i don't need
1: with a yellow light take your glasses off babs you would have let that go i don't
0: <laughs> think i don't think bill nye was a queer queer eye for the straight guy i don't think he was in that show
1: <laughs> i wouldn't no. i just put a whole lot of shows together right there <laughs> that was pretty cool by the way the breaking news
0: glenn gilbo the guy that uh is following this lsu baseball coaching search uh Says it's down to Arizona's uh, Jay Johnson, East Carolina's Cliff Godwin, and Notre Dame's Link Jarrett. I got a message. Safe. I got a message this morning, and I'm trying to get get it from more than one person. I, let me put it like I put it on Twitter. I feel really good about Tony Vitello being the Tennessee coach Beautiful. moving forward.
2: Well, he's not listed in the top three for LSU. If, if I think he's there's not- a reason.
0: Because I got this message at 10 o'clock last night, but for some reason, I was already asleep. I never went to sleep before what like midnight. What were you
2: doing to sleep at 10? Exactly. P-? I don't know. I you
0: the,
1: missed the alley oop?
0: I, I missed it. I saw yes. it this morning.
1: Yeah. Golly, look. Man, what if the, I needed you, Brent? I always depend on you, dude. My phone's right next to me. Yeah, but don't be sleep, Brent. Don't do that. Don't start doing that. Well, don't start just going to sleep at night at regular times and stuff, dog. That it happens I mean. like
0: once every month. Yeah, we ain't, Jason we ain't Swain, that. who
2: comes on our show often, also did say that or did report that Tennessee is going to make Vitello the highest paid college baseball,
0: which coach. is almost exactly what Chris Lowe said like two weeks ago on our show. Yes, we go back to Chris Lowe's stuff,
2: and let's let's talk about that because. I'm not sure it's a great idea.
0: 345. We'll talk about it 345. Coming okay. up next, Coach Mack talks tonight's football. What stood out to him during mandatory minicamp last week? What are the rookies doing this week? What happens between now and training camp? Coach Mac next on 104.5 The Zone.
2: I knew you were going to say that. Okay. 3 tell
0: 104.5 The Zone. Nashville's life coach, Dave McGinnis. Presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Toys us now. Coach Mack, what's up? How are you?
3: Brent, how was uh, West Texas? Lubbock, Texas. Texas Tech.
0: L- Lubbock was amazing. Texas Tech was awesome. Um, Coach Tomerdahl and the guys out there um, um, evaluated Connor and, and all of that. and Sat us down in his office. T- told him what he, did, what he did well and told him what he needed to work on. It was a beautiful thing. And, and uh, the, the campus is amazing. And they're just uh, – they're about to go through some renovations down there too. So, uh, looking forward to – and it really, really impressed um, uh, with the head coach too. So, uh, I think uh, – Connor Connor
3: enjoyed it. It was good.
0: Yeah. And then we went to Madison, Wisconsin last weekend. Well, that's a, that's a diametrically opposed
3: environment. So. <laughs>
0: Could not have been different – more different than, than those
3: two. I mean, I've, I've been in both of those stadiums. Uh, I've played games in both of those stadiums as a player. And of course, Texas Tech, you know I would go up there a lot as a kid that's only eighty eight miles from my hometown. We'd drive up and sit there on that double T in the end zone as kids and throw oranges at the at the horses that'd ride around with the with the red <laughs> raven on it uh you know and and watch games and then I played there of course at t c u then at Madison, we played there. I think it was my my sophomore or junior year at t c u we went up and played at Madison and had to evacuate you know that was back during the times. We had to evacuate the dressing room and, and clear the dressing room before the game because that was during the times. Remember the SDS, uh, the, 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 the Radical Society of, uh, you know, of Students across the country? Mm. They planted a bomb in the stadium. Oh, my so we Lord. Had, we, had to, we had to evacuate. the. So I've been in both of those stadiums. I
0: sent you a picture from the Texas Tech locker room that reads, when you come to West Texas, folks, saddle up. You're going to go for a wild ride.
3: Well, there's a lot of truth to that statement.
0: <laughs> uh, question for you, uh, Don Davenport um, tends to come in hot to the radio station. So she was turning left <laughs> off to Mumbrian to go up that little hill to come to the radio station. She yeah, nearly, ki- yeah, she nearly killed three people. They had to Look, live- let me just
2: say this
3: before you just don't explain nothing else to me. It was those people's fault. Don cannot <laughs> do anything wrong. That's
2: right. It was yeah, my was car seeing. that almost hit him. Well, not she, me.
0: Yeah, she was asking, did they have the right-of-way? And I said, no, they've got a light that tells them not to walk while while
2: it's green
3: going that way. May, maybe. I don't know.
2: I don't either. No, Don Dabin
3: you know? is 100% in the right. Those pedestrians <laughs> were wrong. Uh, if she would have hit them, she would have been in, in, in her full rights to just drive right in the parking lot and start the show <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know, Coach. I'm Mack. telling
0: you. I mean, those people are all probably like eight drinks in now. They were scared so bad.
2: Yeah, and they're probably like, man, these Nashville people are mean. They <laughs> might have
3: been eight drinks in. That's why they didn't pay. That's attention. why
2: they. Yeah, that's why they were jaywalking, right?
3: <laughs> there you go, <laughs> uh, Coach Mac. Uh, what stood out
0: during uh, mandat- mandatory minicamp camp for you last week?
2: Well,
3: let's start on the the back end of it. For the rookies and those first and second year players that were there for the majority of the OTAs, you could definitely see a progressive amount of improvement for those guys just watching them, Uh, you know, uh, and and that was big. And then, you know, just seeing some of the vets that we have not seen before, Uh, you know, your football team starts to look a lot better when all of those guys get on the field. I think that one group, Guys that I'm going to have a pretty good eye on when we start training camp just because there are going to be some players there, but they're going to be new. You've got two safeties that have been in the program. Amani Hooker's going to be a starter. Kevin is going to be a starter, clearly. But Amani Hooker to me has made a big step as far as just uh, just the way that he's redone his body. And then you can just tell he's he's really, really in sync with what's going on. And having those two safeties. In sync with one another is going to be very important because you know none of your corners are are really guys that have played much together. Now Jack Rabbit's a huge addition because there's a yeah. ten year vet that can still do it. He will be a solidifying force there. But then you've got some younger guys, you know, and, and, and you know Christian Fulton's one of them that hasn't hasn't played much yet you know, then the two rookies that that you drafted, you know, in Molden and and, and Farley, I mean, they haven't done it much on the field yet. So they're going to need to be incorporated into this. And so that's going to be a group I'm going to look at to see, you know, during the course of the preseason leading up to this first ball game, how much those guys are coalescing and coming together. And then I was, I was, you know, I watched Dylan Radens. you know, from day one, just watching him and I, you know, they haven't had any pads on yet. So I keep my powder real dry on offensive and defensive linemen in drills that don't have pads on, but athletically, he looks like he's going to be able to do what they're going to want him to do. I'm glad you
0: brought up Hooker because I, I thought that, uh, you know, he, he's been, been a very good player and, and you, you evaluated him coming out, uh, very accurately, uh, coming out in the draft. And, and I've really enjoyed watching him play. Now he gets uh, more of a role, obviously. Uh, but he was productive in the role that he had last year. So that's another element to this defense that I'm going to watch is 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 who pops up and is that extra guy that Amani Hooker was last year.
3: Yeah, and you know what, too, Brent, I think, and, and, and for everybody, for our listeners, a lot of times what rookies make mistakes coming into the National Football League, regardless of position, And, uh, you know, uh, Ron can speak to this, you know, being a professional player himself. You know, a lot of rookies or first year guys that come into professional leagues think I have to be bigger. I have to be bigger. And, of course, you know, coming right alongside being bigger is being heavier. Well, the answer is no. You know, and all you have to do is look and see what veterans do as their career progresses. You know, they, 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 they get leaner. They get leaner. They get stronger with that being leaner. But it's not about weight. It's not about mass, regardless of what position, uh, you know, you're playing. Uh, he's, he's, re, he's reworked his body, you know, for that. I, I'm really excited to watch him this year because he's got a very good GPS back there. He had a great GPS in Iowa that stood out when you look, you know, watch tape. And what I mean by that is he understands he's got spatial awareness, Mm -hmm. and you have to have uh, pretty much, you know, a, a, a complete, nearly 360 view back there as a safety. But he understands how he fits in space, what's going on around him. But now with this with the ability to be a little to be a little leaner and plus to be a little more experienced. I mean, he's going to be able to get to places quicker. I just like the way he looked this off season.
0: Kept hearing about Janoris Jenkins too. Uh, and I know he uh, uh from multiple people um, you know, the first thing they told me about that guy was he came over and gave you a big old hug. Um, well, I've had, I've been with Jack rabbit from
3: the start. Yep. You know, we, we drafted him at the Rams and, and I, I've, I've really liked this player from the start Now we like him, you know, coming out of North Alabama for this reason. He can cover. I mean, he, he's, he, he's a man to man dude and he's a fearless dude. He's very athletic. He's extremely quick, but, but he is, he is tenacious. And here's the other thing about him and you don't know about players till you get him. He loves football. He just really does. We drafted two rookies that year, you know, Jack Rabbit Jenkins from North Alabama and Truman Johnson from Montana. Two smaller schools, but two really quality athletes and, you know, and they're completely different body types. But the, the player that loved football most was Jack Rabbit, you know, and Jack Rabbit's made a nice living for 10 years in this league. And he's never left a team because of uh, performance. He's left a team because the other team could not afford him. You know, and and so he's performed, you know, quite a bit. The thing that he does have, guys, is that he's got a tremendous uh, ability to have amnesia you know, as a professional corner, what you've got to have because you're going to get beat out there yep. and you're going to get beat. You're going to get beat. You know, you might get beat the third play of the game, but you still got 65 plays to play. He's, he's really able to regather himself and come back. I, I love Jack Rabbit. And that's the reason for the big hug. As soon as I saw him, I was very happy and he was happy to see me because, I mean, I, I really believe in this in this player. I was really glad when we signed it.
1: Coach Mack, when we see when I see Caleb Farley, I'm gonna give him a big hug. But I just want to know <laughs> does he come across as a guy that loves football? I know we can be fooled by what people sell us, you know, in interviews and things of that nature. and He hasn't been on the field yet, but is, are you hearing? That's what you're getting in this in this guy.
3: Yeah, Ron, that's what I'm hearing. And again, I I don't know him. Mm-hmm. I don't know him, you know, yet as a person. I can say that about Jack Rabbit because I've been with. I've been in the meeting rooms with him. I've been through stressful situations with him. You know, for four years, uh, you know, four seasons, and so I mean, I know how he reacts. Uh, what I'm hearing about Caleb Farley, you know, uh, is, is that yes, that he is, that he is that dude. Uh, I know this. What I saw on film, Ron when I was vetting him for the draft is he's got all the requisite skills that it takes. And the thing that he has that is at a premium, when you can transition and you can turn and you can find the ball and you can close and you can do all the things and and have length. I mean, this is a 6'2 dude that can do all of those things. That's important because all you have to do is look at the other side of the ball, just on the football team that he is on right now, and look at the trend as to where I think the Tennessee Titans have the fifth uh, tallest receiving group Mm -hmm. in the league right now, Mm -hmm. which means there's four taller and then there's about five behind them that are right at it. So that's the trend the league is going in. Mm -hmm. And so if you can find a corner that can do all of the coverage skills and can be able to hip up and do all the things you need to do and still have length for the combat catches down the field or the contested catches uh, wherever they occur, that's important. Physically, that's what Caleb Farley has. Yeah, Coach Mack
0: with us, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans, need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Sticking with the secondary, uh, Coach, uh, Dane Crookshank's been a great special teams player. Is that a guy from which you can find maybe some growth opportunity with him in the rotation
3: uh, on defense? That's up to him. I mean, it really is. I mean, you're right. I mean, he it, most of his success, you know, it, it, collegiately was as a special teams player, which is big. I mean, Greg yeah. Ackerman has got several guys in this draft that are going to help him on on teams, which is important because you've got to have about four or five core teamers. And when I say core teamers, I mean guys that can play on the big four, you know, punt, punt return, kickoff, kickoff return, that you can you can build a game plan around. And so, but how he progresses back there in the back end. A lot of that depends on, you know, how he progresses in practice. Because if you're not a front line player in the National Football League, then you've got to be able to get all the reps you can, you know, when you're on a show team or when you are going through, especially in a, in a preseason, because you're not going to get a whole lot of reps with that first unit. Uh, being a backup in the National Football League is really hard for this reason. You don't get a lot of reps at it. But you're expected to know it immediately and perform when you go in. So I would say the answer to that is uh, it's up to him, and that that's going to be important to watch. But he he is got, uh, reaching about a point in his career where he needs to make an, a little move.
0: Coach, do you think that Rashawn Evans plays more? I don't know. Comfortable with on Brown next to him? Yes. The answer to that is
3: yes, and because they they've got complementary skill sets, they've got complementary skill sets. And, and, and think it's very important too, because, you know, I, I experienced this, guys. I experienced this with Keith Bullock and Peter Sermon. If, you know, mm-hmm. Titans fans can remember that. I experienced this with Keith Bullock and David Thornton. I experienced this with Keith Bullock, David Thornton, and then, and then, uh, uh, if we any any middle linebacker, you know, Stephen Tulloch that we would put in there with him, you know, you've got to have a symbiotic relationship back there at that second level. And 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 now with what goes on, because of the very personnel sets that you can get on first through third down, you're going to be you're going to have to have a guy not have to have, but it's nice to have a guy. That uh, you can say, okay, look, if it, always look, if I was if I was always an altered personnel when Swartzie was the coordinator and we were playing a, a eleven personnel team, which mm-hmm. you know was, is three wides, and we needed a cover backer all the time that we knew that week going in in my linebacker meeting rooms, KB, here's your coverage assignments, DT here's what you're going to have to do to read to play on the backside as to what Keith does. So that's a long answer to say, I think they both complement each other very well. I think it, I, I, I don't think it helped and clearly it didn't help Jay on when he hurt his elbow last year, but I, I, I just think with both of those guys back there together that it's a, it's a better match.
0: Since you brought up a uh, 12 person or 11 personnel, can you, for those that don't know, explain, what that means when you roll through very, that in a broadcast. Simple.
3: I can do it very simply. Don can because I taught her standing out there on the field. Yes. You want me to do it, Don, or do you want to?
2: You can, Coach Mac. Go ahead. Okay,
3: thanks, Don. All right. Here look. When you play personnel matchup in the National Football League, you've got to be able to communicate because it's a matchup game for the defense as to what the offensive personnel is on the field. So rather than saying three wides, one tight, one back every time into a headset. You put, a, you put a number in classification on it, and it's real simple to remember. For all of our listeners, this is Coach Mack Football 101. Okay. Right. Here's what we're doing there's five eligible receivers on every National Football League snap. Five eligible. Five. Okay. There can be six if the quarterback is in shotgun, but we will, there are five. All right. The quarterback is eligible if he's in shotgun. If he's under center, he's not eligible. But there are five, and so five is all you got to be able to count to. So what you do, so what defensive coaches have done, and and what most of the league does, this is now. Then you assign, and you and 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 you do it. You do it like this. You say running back, tight end, wide receiver, alphabetical, however you want to say it. But those are the orders that you that you call off the personnel. Running back, tight end, wide receiver. Right, Dawn. Yes. Running back, tight end, wide receiver. And so, what you say? All right. So, if I say we're in twenty-one personnel, we've got two running backs, okay? One mm-hmm. tight end, okay. And so, how many receivers do we have? Two, two. And that's that's as simple as it oh, gets. Yeah, it's
2: the simplest math. Like even Auburn grads can do that simple math.
3: Well, Auburn grads, yeah. good job. Auburn grads eat this up. All right. So, <laughs>
2: Now, just hey go. Auburn grads right now are real happy about seeing like uh twenty-two personnel with uh, this new Auburn offense because they haven't seen a whole lot of that over the past couple of years. Well and
3: there you go. And and
2: and, and twenty-two
3: personnel now is is now look, it's two running backs, two tights, one you know, one wide. That's so bo- that's Bo
0: Jackson offense right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah, it's very simple. And so that's what you that's that's how you do it. When you see all those signs they hold up on the sideline, those 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 uh luminescent green signs that have the numbers on them that's what it you know that looks like the, what they use on those race car and those races when they bring people into the pits mm-hmm. well that's what the numbers mean it adds up to five and you only say the first two because it's real easy if i'm a spotter in the in the press box all i've got to say you know if i'm if i'm talking if i'm upstairs and and my defensive coordinator's downstairs or if i'm the coordinator and my spotter's upstairs they say "Mac, they're you know they're 11 personnel i say bam let's go okay one i mean running back one
0: tight end three wide receivers
3: there you go. And so it's very hmm. simple. So that is a free lesson from Coach Mac Football 101 today on 3HL. There there you Coach Mack, when are you going to put these classes out,
1: man? I need some of them. That right there just did it for me. That did it for me, Coach <laughs> Mac. Erase oh, the board. Give me another one.
3: <laughs> let, let, me you, let me tell you something, Ron. I, I, I still make a lot of money doing clinics with this stuff, and it's really easy. But here's, here's, what, here's what's important about this. And that's why I enjoy that you know broadcasting so much now. And and that's the joy that I get when people see me and come up to me. And they say, Coach Mack, you've made this game, so you explain it, but you explain it, you know, they say, we know you know it in depth that we'll never get to, but you explain it to us in simplest terms so we can enjoy it more. Because mm-hmm. I promise you, once you even know that, I would love, you know, you know, for somebody to be sitting there and saying, oh, you know what, uh, you know, they're in a, they're in eleven personnel, so they they've got to be a nickel on defense and see and have everybody turn around and look at them like what the hell, <laughs> you know. And, yeah. But to me, to me, that's the fun that I have when I'm up there in the booth, you know, doing this doing this with Mike Keith because the game the game is is simple, but it's detailed. Mm-hmm. So when you know some of the details, it makes it a lot more fun. Mm.
1: Well, that just blew me. That blew, not blew me. That blew my mind right there. That was, that was I right, right there, man. Right. I was, that's Why you ain't never said that with me? Coach Mac gave you the
2: knowledge. Here's another. Know you you played football. Yeah, I but I I wasn't no defense. I, here's another what one I'm looking for. There for.
0: Here's another one that I think a lot of people didn't know that you just flew right past though, Coach Mac, in your description. I think a lot of people don't know that a quarterback's not eligible unless he's in a in a shotgun formation. I
3: didn't know that. Well, people know now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that easy. That's Leave half the battle. <laughs>
0: so if the quarterback is under center, he flips it to the running back, Darrington Evans, let's say, and Darrington Evans throws it back to the quarterback.
3: Illegal play? Yeah, he's not eligible. Hmm. There you go. Blowing our minds. If he's in the gun, if he's in the gun, you see those quarterback throwbacks. Well then you just know that some perimeter player, because every coach in the National Football League has gone over that with a perimeter player. If you've got contained, I mean you've got you got force, cap force, and then and, and then and then you've got plug. So your force players, your outside player, so on any any defense, your force player, because you don't assign, you don't assign any of your cover people to the quarterback, it's the force player. Whoever's got that. So if you've got a defensive end that thinks he's getting a free rush because nobody's blocking him, and the quarterback and shotgun has run right past him and then they throw it to him, well, then that's a minus. <laughs> We've learned a lot
0: today. Also, uh, if you're in a, if you're about to step in a crosswalk and you see Don Davenport coming, look out.
3: Don is always in the right in Coach Mack's mind.
0: <laughs> see you, Coach Mack. We'll good see good to, coach you, coach. to talk with you. That's awesome. See you, guys. All right, Coach Mack, presented by Far Bureau Health Plans, knee-grade healthcare Covered coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Why making Tony Vitello the highest paid coach in America it may not be a smart decision from Don Davenport coming up next, and I'll tell you what I heard. Um at ten o'clock while I was asleep.
2: Oh. I read
0: it at like two
1: in the morning. I can't believe you.
2: You can't text back at two in the morning either. Oh, I did. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at. I'm thinking we just about to lay it down. <laughs> I'm up waiting on it. <laughs> uh, Rhett bryan has got a new uh, Titans promo coming up in
0: this uh, in this oh, break, yeah. too. So stay tuned. Listen to that. We'll be right back. You ever put your pants on backwards, try to dance, sleigh? Um, Yeah, that didn't work out too well for me. Tried it when I was eight. You did?
1: Eight. Yeah. I look pretty weird. It really does look weird. Well, so yeah. did they, but they made a lot of money. Oh man, they did it, man. Whatever happened to these guys? Um, one of them passed from cancer. Oh. Way to go!
2: Every
0: Britt. time
1: I do that, Don.
0: Davenport. Every
2: time the person ends yep. up uh,
0: <laughs> checking out, has, the, has
2: checked out on this earth. Yep.
0: In the big. You do jump, it all the jump. time. No,
2: but usually you'll do it where you'll say something like, "I literally don't know," kind of like mean <laughs> <literally> or something <laughs> about someone, and then and then we'll be like, "Yeah, he died."
1: Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I'm almost mistaken, the, the dark skin one, I think. If I'm not mistaken. oh, If he didn't pass, he was really, really sick. Daddy, Mac, daddy Mac will make you jump. Daddy, the Daddy Mac. Man, I listen to. I was listening to a lot of podcasts when I was driving. Um, you know, when I was out on the road. Salute to all the truck drivers out there. I got to show them love. Always. Yeah, but, um, you know, you listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of sports radio, and I was always listening to 104.5 The Zone and 3HL. Uh occasionally other shows, like J. Martin Ramon. Um
0: Gotta listen to your brother.
1: Buck. I ain't really gotta listen to him. Who, Buck? Yep.
0: Buck was him. back from vacation today.
1: And that's why I listened to him, because I wanted to hear what he had to say. That's my guy. Um didn't blame him. He Blaine turned into a Tennessee but, fan. Yeah, and that's why we lost. Thanks, Buck. It's uh, all his fault. <laughs> but Jermaine Dupree gave a rundown of how he came up with um Cross. Well not how he came up, but how he found him. And they were going, they were at an inner city school and they were, no, they were walking through, what's the name of uh, Fox? I was going to say Fox Hills. It's not Fox Hills. What's the popular mall in Atlanta? Oh, um, golly. Lennox uh, Mall. Lennox Mall. They were walking yeah. through Lennox, And when they were walking through there, um, Jermaine Dupree saw them and he said, man, why are all these dudes around? I mean, why are these uh, kids around these guys? And they had their clothes on backwards then. He said, and so he took that. They told me, told him they need to be rappers. They were like, man, well, dude, we don't rap. we just cool kids. You know what I mean? And he put them in the studio, wrote all the lyrics for them. And after that? Uh, yeah, Chris Kelly's dead. Damn. Told you. He was 34 years old. I've got it up, too. OD. Yeah, so OD? Oh, jeez.
0: Oh, it
2: wasn't even. It wasn't cancer?
0: Damn. That's heroin hard. and cocaine. Oh, okay,
1: cool. He's right, speedballing. Yeah. Speaking of that, man. Let's um, speedball. Let's Slow down, brother. Speaking of cocaine, like, I can't think of. <laughs> oh, wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Tony Vitella. Speaking of cocaine, yeah. I can't think of cocaine without thinking of Lynn Bias, man. Dude. Man. I I'm, t- I'm telling you. And, and uh, I think it popped up the other day. It's 35 years ago that Lynn Bias died. And for those, like, the younger members of the 3HL crew, mm-hmm. Lynn Bias might have turned out to be better than
1: Michael Jordan. Yeah, go look it up. He, was, he, he, was, he gave Mike everything he wanted when Mike was the truth in North Carolina.
0: Yep. Everything. For people you that have listened to this show long enough to know that I'm a I'm I'm pro Mike Jordan and yeah. in the Mike LeBron thing. Oh yeah. Um that so those are heavy words for me. But yeah, watch the uh ESPN um um deal on on Limited. Or Lives. just go back and watch
2: some YouTube clips
0: He 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 always stayed away from like he was around dudes doing it, mm-hmm. but he always stayed away from it until he got drafted. Mm-hmm. And they partied that night. He did cocaine one time and died. Yep.
1: That's tough. That's tough. That's
2: meanwhile, crazy. Meanwhile, Tony you tell your tell him. You tell your kids that story, though?
1: Uh Yeah. Definitely.
2: Like, all it takes is once.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've got other stories to share, too, that are maybe a little closer than. I but... got a story. I can't wait to get. Do we say our kids' names on there? air?
2: Oh, that's totally yeah. up to you.
1: that's yeah, up to you. Do you say your kids' name on there? air? Every once in a while. I usually call them the 11-year-old or, or. Yeah, so I can't wait till I get the 11-year-old and the 14-year-old. Wait till I get with Uncle Ron. Mm-hmm. All the kids love Uncle Ron stories. Yeah, I'm going to get my You got stories. I got some great stories for them. I, I'm, I'm going to have them ready to go to college.
2: I, I might be a little concerned <laughs> with 11 and 14-year-old hearing some Ron Slay no, stories. they're so going I'm to college. Saying. they well, trying to get to college. The right they're trying to
1: do what they got to do to get to college, uh, Babs. I'm right telling time, you. Man. I know what they want. They try to, I know what to do. That's <laughs> what I'm going to get them shirts made. I know what to do. Put him in the room Ooh, with me, Lord. you see, R- lock <laughs> Ramone, the door. Yeah, there you go. In the Bubu room. Yeah, hey man, listen, I do great things for kids, man. When RJ Ramon just told a story this morning, when RJ first started liking spinach dip, when I first came overseas from overseas, I took him, got him hooked on spinach dip. As a baby, he been liking spinach dip ever since.
2: As a baby, look, I got him eating greens. I'm about to keep you away from. I got him
1: eating greens. Babs. No, greens. Baby Babs. no, I need baby Babs and CG. Wait, wait, wait. greens loaded down with
0: queso. It ain't
1: about that, Brent. Let's I'm focus on the saying. positive. Spinach. Let's, fo- let's focus on what's really glaring out from that. That's spinach. <laughs> so if I eat a pizza, I just say I'm eating tomatoes. Uh, that's up to you. Ain't nothing really healthy in that. There is isn't I'm just saying spinach dip. <laughs> yeah.
2: Tony Vitello. <laughs> You, uh, uh, he. I'm sure he eats his greens.
0: We gotta do sure, this when okay. we come back. Doggone it! I okay, but out.
2: real quick, are you? Would you guys be good? Are you happy? Are you? You're a hundred percent. Make him the highest paid baseball coach in the country. I'm gonna go yeah. with what.
0: Look, I know you Swain are? said that. Yeah. Listen, I know what Swain said that. I'll go with what Chris Lowe said, and I've heard from a couple of different people as well. Tennessee, it's not going to be over money if they lose him. I don't believe they're going to lose him now. I think Tony Vitello will be the Tennessee baseball coach moving forward. But as Chris Lowe said on our show a couple of weeks ago, Tennessee is prepared to make him one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid coach in in the country. But then Vanderbilt's going right over the top of that. Yeah, and that's cool. So like all these people on social media that are like throwing crap at Vandy over, you know, oh, we're going to make our guy the highest paid. Yeah, just wait like a second. Yeah. And Vandy's going right over the top of that.
1: Cool. But to center. your
0: question, I think your question's an interesting one. Is that the smart play from Tennessee? Exactly. To make that is exactly my question. He does have a lot of leverage. Uh we'll talk about it when we come back. Six one five seven three seven one oh four five.